Welcome back to the Progress Bar podcast. On episode 34, we'll be chatting about the Game Awards results and this year's PlayStation experience. Hello, lords and ladies. I'm your host, Koshi, and I'm the editor here at Progress Bar. Tonight, I am joined by our resident reviewer, Darcy. How are you going? I'm very well. Very excited. A lot of stuff to talk about. Yeah, we've had a lot of new releases, new trailers, new games, everything to get hyped for for 2017. Yes. Um, but we'll look back on the past quickly. Uh, we'll just have the Game Awards go through and... I would say a little bit of controversy here and there, just with a few of the wards. Um, mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? You Were you able to tune into the actual event? Yeah, I, I watched it live, um, and it was pretty good. A lot of ads, um, which oh, is wonderful. a bit of a drag, but I mean, yeah, it's not on a cable network or anything, so I guess they've got to do something. Um, but to be honest, I was happy with most of them, um, but we'll go through them, I guess. Yeah, so it was the Overwatch show. I mean, it won Game of the Year, Blizzard won the best studio, it won the Mm -hmm. best multiplayer game, I think, the best esports game, the best, I mean, it had to win the best VR game, you know, best family game, you know. (laughs) Every award that it was nominated for was, um, it picked up, except for the best art direction, which Inside picked up, surprisingly. Mm -hmm. Like, it's amazing that it could do that. Yeah, I mean, Overwatch won Game Direction, uh, Best Studio slash Game Direction, so perhaps they thought that was enough, um, even though they're completely different. But um, yeah, yeah <laughs> Inside's definitely worthy of winning it, I think. Um, and again, if they give it those two other big awards, the Game of the Year and Best Studio Game Direction, I think possibly it was a um, throw them a bone sort of thing. Yeah, like it didn't look like it. It won a few other games. I mean, Inside won Best Independent Game as well, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was like well deserved according to everything that I've that I've read. Um, although I did think The Witness might have might have picked it up. Like, it, yeah, yeah, we were talking about that last week, where um, it was the one to make me think about the development team the most. Exactly. Yeah. Um, one one of the hate and. I don't know why it's got the award, because it's a terrible game. Best mobile and handheld, and best family game goes to Pokemon Go. Mm. Like, what are they thinking? Is it just, oh yeah, whoever's got the most popular game, they win? I guess, yeah, because it wasn't a very well-made game. Um, It didn't, like, especially at first, like, it just didn't work a lot of the time. Um, That's it. Yeah, I guess they're going for more... (sighs) I'm not sure what the word is, but... It's new. Like they got people out in the street. Like it was, it was pretty insane. Um, you'd you'd walk down the street and see, you know, a woman in her thirties, and then you'd see a kid, and just I, I one time saw a mum and the dad and their two kids. The kids were like walking around looking at the the plants and the the beach and everything, and the two parents had their phones out, <laughs> and I couldn't be hundred percent sure they were both on Pokemon Go, but it was right at the peak of it, and I wouldn't be surprised if. That was the case, which was a bizarre sort of um, contradiction to how it usually is. Yeah, I guess I did have a few uh, weird encounters. Like, we'd go down to a park that was that had a, a lured poker stop, and it was mm. near my mate's house when I was there. So we all walked down there, and this was probably about 8.30, 9 o'clock at night. Mm. And we had guys who were our age, like mid, mid-20s, nerdy-looking types. We had six tradies mm. in their full, like supervision vest and then there was a family there all just sitting in like one table and we were like are you with team instinct no are you (laughs) no you stand over there and then a scyther pops up on the the feedback when it was like the three steps when that was all all weird and everyone just scattered like ran to go and find this thing and it ended up being two streets over yeah so i guess i guess that's what they're going for it's that sort of a game bringing people as cheesy as this sounds bringing people together in a way that hasn't been done ever to yeah. be honest I can, I, can I, I can definitely see that picking it up for that reason but best like mobile like I don't know best game mm. oh, it's just it had its moment and then it's kind of died now but I, yeah. I, for me personally I thought it was thought Clash Royale was really really good like it created an esports scene it's got some really great strategy and um, really nice collectible elements in there as well mm-hmm um, but I guess uh, Pokemon Go picked it up, and the other one as well. Um, they thought 
might have picked it up would have been uh, Battlefield 1 for Best Music and Sound Design. Because right. Doom picked it up instead. Doom wins, yeah. Basically, like I think the soundtrack must have just ca- carried it to, to glory almost. Yeah, and it's it's kind of win-win for me because I, I love the soundtrack to Doom and I love Battlefield 1 and the sound design in that. So I would, I'd be happy for it to go to either. And yeah, I mean, it's interesting because they had Mick Gordon, who's Australian, and did the soundtrack. Um, and his, I'm not sure if it's his regular band or just musicians he works with, but they had a live performance oh, of cool. like a sort of medley of the songs, which which was pretty good. He he was an interesting sort of front man. <laughs> he kept sticking his tongue out, which is a bit um, bit lame, but, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but the soundtrack's great. And I don't know, it's it's. I wonder if they knew ahead of time that they were going to win, so they got that. Uh, performance lined up or that would have been a bit odd work. if they it didn't pick up any awards and it's just kind of they stand out there yeah going, oh yay us we yeah. didn't win but we we got second good job guys mm. and i mean like because battlefield one isn't the first battlefield game to sound that good yeah so perhaps, dice dice knows know, how to do sound design they've had chances in the past to win and i'm sure they'll have more chances with their next game so well I mean, whereas, from... whereas a good soundtrack it isn't isn't always a guarantee well, yeah, that's true, and it is a, a pretty uh, iconic soundtrack. With um, mm. with Battlefield One, uh, there's been reports recently about how they're not going to have another Battlefield for a few years, so it's not going to be that yeah. one year cycle anymore. Taking the Assassin's Creed route, which um, I think it's good. Um, oh yeah, I mean they might do the whole alternating between Battlefront and Battlefield. Um, well, that'd be interesting because I mean it's Episode Eight next year, so it would make sense to have Battlefront Two ready, even though that would be a pretty quick turnaround. Yeah, um, and then having it all, having to like bring back the community because we've already seen like things like Titanfall. You know, you destroyed mm. the, the the scene on the first game when everyone was hyped for it, and no one, in comparison, really played the second game. Mm. So yeah, I mean, Battlefront could be good, and the sound design in the first Battlefront was really good there as well. What were your thoughts on the best RPG? Now you, I think you, we're each a bit biased in ourselves because Witcher Three Wild Hunt. Um, Blood and Wine, the mm. DLC for The Witcher Three, picked up the award. And yeah, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's odd. It's um, yeah, because it's DLC. It's an expansion. Yeah, um, that's that's the odd thing. Um, I mean, World of Warcraft Legion is an expansion. There, Xenoblade Chronicles X is a Wii U game. So it's you know, it's all kind of um, different playing fields. But yeah, I don't know. I don't really have a problem with it being DLC and winning. Um, I can see why people would be upset because the competition is Dark Souls 3. Um, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's that's and, the bias that I have and a few other people had where they were like, it's a game. Let it be the winner here of the actual RPG when there's so many other DLC things in this award to compete with. Yeah, and it's, it's particularly weird because um, the Game Awards is, it's like journalist websites. They all nominate, don't they? And then they yeah. vote as well. Yeah, so I remember couple of years ago with the first sort of revamped game awards bloodborne um i think won or won a lot of stuff i can't remember it was it got a lot of um nominations or awards or both i can't remember and that surprised me just because of the that that difficulty bar of entry um yeah exactly so i yeah with dark souls 3 it'd be the same thing perhaps that blood and wine was just easier to get into but i don't know Possibly. I mean, yeah, it is a bit of a weird one because I think it, it it's backing on the fact that it is Witcher 3. Mm. And it's like, well, everyone remembers Witcher 3. It's this massively awesome game. And then the DLC comes out. That won everything last year. Yeah, that <laughs> like, won everything last watched, year. Yeah. And then it's like, everyone thinks, oh, well, Blood and Wine, you know, an extra 15, 20 hours of that. It's like, oh, well, Witcher 3 was so good. Let's just give it to mm. that again. It's like, all right, mate. All right. Yeah. <laughs> it's one of those things where, like, I, I don't get upset when a game I like doesn't win yeah and especially when the game that does win i really liked it's, it's really hard for me to like i can understand the confusion and and perhaps disappointment there but yeah i, I can't i can't get angry about it no, <laughs> especially it. when blood and wine is like 30 hours and it's cheaper than by half than most full price games yeah and it, all power to it. It, it it is definitely not a bad experience i don't want to take away from that at all but mm. yeah it's just a bit of a weird choice but Mm. going through the awards they also mingled in a few different as you said ads but they also had new announcements and uh, I guess trailers for previously announced games as well oh yes so many (laughs) releases and trailers and everything to get hyped about basically 
Yeah. So the big one for me, obviously, was the new Zelda trailer. Yeah. Um, it was, except for that other big thing that happened, which we'll talk about later. This was the <laughs> one over the last few days that got me screaming and shouting. Um, yeah, just a, a great trailer that showed off um, NPCs, like actual characters walking around, which has been pretty much absent from everything else beforehand, which mm-hmm. they, they said was deliberate with the E3 stuff. They said this has actually had towns and NPCs and stuff removed because we wanted to focus on just this area, blah, blah. Um, and that's one of my favorite things about Zelda games is all the weird characters and races and towns that you come across. So this showed off a, a bird-like person who looks like Falco with a with a bow. Um, <laughs> there's like a yeah, couple of different towns, some ruined, like destroyed towns, um, NPCs like fighting the... Bockerblin dudes, um, just like what looked like a trading post, just so much stuff that looks so good. And especially for a Zelda game, like, you know, they've always been that generation behind, and I guess they still are in a way. But yeah, just some of the stuff hasn't been seen like this in a Zelda game. So that got me really excited. Um, they did a gameplay demo a bit later in the show with um, Bill Trinan from Nintendo and a, one of the Nintendo Treehouse guys you know sitting on a couch and it cuts to the it wasn't live it was a recorded thing so they showed they're playing and then cut to them back at the couch and did they have the really it, like over the top dialogue with each other or is it more just kind of like the chill out play games type of deal uh i'd say middle ground like mm. they had some of the sort of was it like, cringy that's what forth. i really want to know <laughs> no nowhere near as cringy as it has been okay, um, cool. in the past but the footage itself like it, it seemed really cool and like actually a lot of d- dark souls vibes like there's one bit where link's sort of approaching this temple and he's like getting closer and then these two lizard warriors sort of jump to life that look like statues before and they just jump at him which is something straight out of dark souls um but the the performance wasn't great it it was a bit bit uh chuggy um oh okay that's a bit of a concern yeah and i mean playing the wii u demo i did it uh, EB Games Expo, there was that, some of that as well. So it looked like more of that. Um, and it was just kind of a bit long and meandering. And after that trailer, it was like, I don't don't think I needed it. And I was like, that trailer was great. Just keep working on the game and I'll enjoy another trailer later. I didn't need a big extended gameplay demo that didn't have great performance. So they were playing it on the Wii U. Yeah. Um, the game, so. And that's the other thing at this point. Like, I, I just need to know how different the switch version is going to be is it going to be significantly like it's going to be like you know gta 5 on ps3 versus ps4 yeah probably not but um <laughs> i just want to know some solid details and i imagine they're waiting till january for the switch reveal uh not reveal the switch thing they're doing in january to get down to the nuts and bolts of how exactly the versions are going to differ but i just, I just need yeah. to know yeah exactly it's like point. i just more information please like i think that's mm. a real theme with with all of the stuff that was put out um, at the Games Expo, like the big thing for me um, was uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. Like, yeah, bunch of gameplay footage, combat, exploration, everything like that, and I'm, I really just want to see more. But yeah, because it, it's, it's kind of worrying. It's such a this game is such a bizarre sort of uh, press story from yeah. from uh, reveal to now. Like every single time they show it off, it's it's like kind of not really showing it off and it's like one of those horrible ea things where they they show they've got like the development team going and we're working on this we really want to do this and then it shows footage of them working at their desks yeah and like some off-screen <laughs> stuff and it's just like these oh. dev diary stuff like I, I like seeing that the people who worked on the game like those are real people and it kind of humanizes the the yeah um, development don't company it, don't make it like a showpiece of your e3 ea conference like they yeah. did that this year at e3 with like star wars and stuff it's like this is all these games we're working on and pretty You've much nothing of no typing at the like, keyboard if it's not ready don't don't show up to e3 just skip that year and come back when you've got a good trailer yeah we but won't yeah, hate with, you it's yeah okay. with andromeda though they've had like yeah one some of those and then they've got the, the actual reveal and there was that weird one where they had 4k footage in that um that temple place uh-huh. um with the green light and then that a, a story trailer which was kind of uh, mediocre with yeah, like, like how the, do you tell the new stro- race yeah how do you tell a story in like a, a trailer size yeah I mean, well you can do it but they just yeah, aren't very well. good at it yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then this is like the gameplay uh, they called this one the gameplay reveal like they, people knew about it going f- uh, leading up to the game awards mm-hmm. it's like 
look forward to a gameplay reveal. It's like, haven't we seen gameplay like five times already? Like, <laughs> yeah, and it, it was good to see like more of actually how it will play minute to minute. Um, I don't know, it just didn't didn't get me hyped. And like Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3 are some of my favorite games ever. Um, like they're not flawless, obviously, but no. so it just it's just not, I'm not getting that feeling. Like, for example, like I get when I'm going to see a new Zelda trailer, it's just not happening, which is strange. Yeah, and like seeing the gameplay footage as well, like to me, the combat was the worst part of Mass Effect. Mm. Like I really love the story and the characters and all the lore and everything like that, but like getting to the combat, it was kind of like a slog fest. And hopefully like this, even with this trailer, it's still, I'm still wanting a bit more, I guess. Yeah, it just looks like it needs longer in the oven, which is weird considering how how many times they've shown off different things. Yeah. So we're Um, showing you this and we're showing you this and multiplayer is getting a major overhaul and you're like wait no mm. no 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 like single player what what i would be good i think is can you imagine if they hadn't announced it and they announced it at this event with this trailer yeah like everyone that lost their minds yeah it's kind of like this long dragged out thing where everyone's kind of like oh cool new mass effect and then it's everything since then has kind of been a drag yes and yeah, um, it is it is kind of a weird one i think and it's just it's not generating enough hype Mm. I don't think like maybe that's a good thing maybe. yeah I mean I think people are definitely excited for it yeah I'm not sure if um, I'm in the minority or not <laughs> yeah that, I mean that could be it we had uh, a lot of other stuff to get hyped for I mean we had um, uh, Bulletstorm oh, there's so much to talk about yeah there's so much <laughs> um, Bulletstorm is getting a, a remaster which I think is awesome yeah um, full clip edition um it's going to have all the previous stuff that's going to be cool it was a fun kind of b-grade movie style game where you could sit on the couch and play it and have fun mm. um having that in the new gen would be pretty sick um guardians of the galaxy telltale game got yeah announced. which i can't remember if that leaked or it was just heavily rumored and people guessed from there um, i think i think that was more the case there was some yeah. stuff previously that came out it was like they're doing a marvel game and yeah. then it was kind of like well yeah, that's the only one that makes sense, really. Exactly. And that was um, just before the the, the uh, Guardians of Galaxy 2 trailer yep. as well. So it, it all kind of tied in. Mm. Um, so the other ones I had from the Game Awards were... Um, well, the, the other big one was Death Stranding. Mm. Uh, Hideo Kojima. Mr. Um, Kojima. Yeah, for Metal Gear Solid and uh, PT Silent Hills fame, mm-hmm. um, for those who don't know, which is probably not many people, but anyway. Yeah, living um, under a rock that they've just emerged from after, you know, 30 years or so. Yeah, um, so this, this trailer was pretty surreal, which is not unexpected for him, mm. but uh, it was just, I mean, go watch it if you haven't, but um, like, I guess the, the, the big thing to take away from this, or the most... Um, grounded thing to take away from this is that Mads Mikkelsen is going to be in the game. Um, Mads Mikkelsen, who was in Doctor Strange recently, he's he played Hannibal in the TV series. Oh, um, right. Okay, cool. Bunch bunch of other stuff. So, yeah, he 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 appeared in this trailer. Um, one thing I'm a bit concerned about is that this, this game can't have actually started development yet. No. Um, <laughs> like, he, he's shown off, like, th- I think it's three different CGI trailers for this now. With uh, you know, Norman Reedus from The Walking Dead, um, and now Mads Mikkelsen, and it's like cool Kojima, but what are you doing? Like, shouldn't you work on the game? <laughs> Turns out to be a cart racer or something. Like, this is yeah. all just foreshadowing in the story and everything like that. And it's, it's like a collectible card game, flesh and bone tanks and yeah, <laughs> bizarre babies and oh god, this trailer was away is amazing but bizarre. Yeah. Um, it's Kojima. Yeah, I mean, we could probably talk about that for a whole podcast, but we won't because. Who would listen to that? Yeah, um, yeah. Just myself, so, just listening back to it over and over again. <laughs> the other little things, um, little cool things from the Game Awards is more Shovel Knight. Um, Always good. Now Spectre, Spectre of Torment it's called. So we're dealing with Spectre Knight now, or playing as Spectre Knight rather. Um, so that's going to be cool. The new Walking Dead Season 3, uh, which is actually called Walking Dead A New Frontier actually. Um, that got a new trailer, which was pretty cool. Always the good. engine is a bit weird looking um they've updated it and i'm not sure if this has been updated in like the batman one because i haven't played that but uh it's the the character models they're like a bit more high fidelity but they've got this weird sort of sheen to them they look like fleshy dolls uh, so that um, you get into that uncanny valley type yeah it's, area. it's like that's it's, not it's good a, 
it's always had a good comic book style um the walking dead games um yes, loved them oh all of telltale's telltale's games i guess but mm-hmm. this one's like they're, yeah they're trying to update it but it's i'm not sure i like where they're going and obviously it's got a while until it's out yet so i'm able to change it but yeah if you watch that trailer you'll, you'll probably see what i mean well they, they, it's coming out soon as well like the first two episodes are due for release this month end yeah, of, end I, of I, december sometime December 20th, I think. And it, they're actually, they announced this is the game was they're doing the first two episodes in one. They're releasing oh, those God. in one. That's the, that's the oh. worst part about those games. It's just, all right, yeah. you play the first one and then you wait six months until the next game. Yeah. Um, and I'm not sure if that was like they episode one just ended up being really big or if they were like, we have to show off the first two. Otherwise, this will be too much of a painful wait or something like that. I'm not sure. Yeah. You know, you're waiting for Christmas and everything like that. Yeah. Um, and so then I guess we've got PSX, the PlayStation Experience, which um, again is almost double the amount of stuff to talk about. So I'm not yeah. sure how how we'll go getting through all this, but um, there's just so many. Like they really like to cram all of this stuff right at the end, don't they? I actually like. I actually think this this conference, the PSX one, was like probably one of the best ones I've seen in a long time. And that's that's after Sony's E3 this year with you know that opening with the full orchestra and god of war like oh that was yeah that, that was amazing that's some um, stage value right there yeah that was so classy but uh uh this 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 one was something else as well just purely because of the content like mm-hmm. amazing stuff um shall we get started <laughs> yeah well i mean I, I unfortunately i didn't get to watch this one so i'm i'm a little right. bit in the dark i didn't know the playstation experience is really a thing i was like oh well that's e3 and that playstation has its as you said, the orchestra in the very kind of mature way of, of showing off games. And now we've got the whole new, you know, mm. uh, area. I think just the amount of stuff that was announced after me going through all the articles and things like that is, is just ridiculous. Yeah. And it's good. Cause it's, it's more about the fans. This one, like obviously E3 is mostly press. Um, and whereas this waving. Is, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, this one is, uh, yeah, it's, it's fans. So that, and they, they actually talked a lot about, that on the stage so that's good but uh anyway we open with this this trailer um no titles or anything straight into footage and of this woman in like a um like a cowl i guess or a shawl around her head mm-hmm. um walking through sort of like a s- vaguely middle eastern but could be african city um i guess northern africa somewhere um and she's going through she's kind of a bit stealthy it's nighttime there's fire there's soldiers everywhere she's going through these buildings uh, it follows her for quite a while, um, and when I saw this, I was thinking possibly Tomb Raider. I wasn't quite sure. Yeah, it's it's giving that kind of vibe. Yeah, and then after not long, um, I twigged that it was probably Uncharted DLC, and that's what it ended up being. You get to the, she gets to the roof. Um, Nadine from Uncharted Four shows up um, as her partner, and she takes off the shawl, and it's Chloe, who was uh, notably absent in Uncharted Four, but a, a fan favorite character from the original trilogy. And uh, they sort of fight off the soldiers together and, and they're going on some adventure. Um, and it's called Uncharted The Lost Legacy. Hmm. Okay, which cool. is Which is pretty cool because, um, you know, it's not Uncharted 4 such and such. It's it's a completely separate adventure. Is it a separate um, game or is it just DLC? I, th- I think it's going to be DLC. Um, I think the title's just a, a, a fairly heavy indication, you know, like Drake Nathan is, is done. His story has been told. We're moving on to, we might not be done with Uncharted entirely but his story's done we're telling this other story now which i think is really cool yeah yeah um, that's definitely awesome and yeah nadine in uncharted 4 was kind of uh, not a huge role like um so to see her fleshed out in a what i assume is a prequel um is i'm pretty excited for sweet yeah i not into the uncharted universe as you said it's for the fans so it's going to be a lot of it, uh, playstation exclusive type um things i mean there's one of them in particular i ha- i you know obviously hyped about but we might leave that for a little bit later um mm. what else is uh has kind of piqued your interest so the next big thing was marvel versus capcom infinite um so this was pretty heavily rumored before the show um and the big thing was no no x-men um god knows Ooh, why that is probably yeah copyright stuff with sony or fox or whoever it is owns the x-men um but anyway it was a cgi trailer mega man and ryu show up iron man and captain marvel show up and they fight there seems to be some sort of things within infinity is it 
stones, infinity stones, gems. Yes, yeah, for, the, for the Marvel yeah. Universe, yeah. Yeah. Um, I have a few friends that would be crying right now because I'm just not in with Marvel that much. You're not here and with it, the cool kids? No, not the Marvel kids. But no. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the, the crowd went absolutely nuts for this. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been a long time since Marvel vs. Capcom 3, so they're very excited. Um, and yeah, it was kind of cool trailer, but uh, not really my thing, fighting games that much. Um, Wipeout Omega Collection, which seems to be just a collection of remasters. Uh, and then the next big one would be the Crash Bandicoot announcement. Wow, yeah, now this... I mean, they kind of teased stuff at E3. Not was it Sony specifically? They had Crash kind of walk out onto the yeah. stage and basically gave everyone blue balls. Yeah, and he and Sean Layden uh, was wearing a Crash Bandicoot shirt. Yeah, um, but like that was yeah, it was pretty bad because it was um, they they did announce they're working on remasters. I'm pretty sure, but they didn't show anything, and then they went straight into. Crash is going to be in Skylanders. And everyone, everyone went, was like, oh, God. I hate you so much. Yeah, like, yeah. That was a real unique moment. Yeah. Frustration. Um, and so, yeah, here we are with Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. Ha hee ha hee ha. And it seems to be the first three games, or just the three games, because there's only been three of them there. Uh, um, yeah. I'm not sure. Remastered uh, from the ground up as well. It's not just uh, resed up, it's, it's pretty. Um, Remakes, basically. Yeah, uh, and it looks really good. Um, I just, I don't know, like, I did play it as a kid, but I never owned a PlayStation growing up, so it was always at a friend's place, so not that attached to Crash Bandicoot myself. Um, and I don't know, I just couldn't help but think it, it lacked something, a bit soulless, the the trailer. Um, I don't know what that is exactly. Hmm, no, it's a bit odd. I think that, you know, crowd possibly going nuts for it and everything yeah. like that. I think maybe the hype maybe. Uh, glazed over a certain people's eyes and they thought no this is the second coming of Crash Bandicoot we must all mm. bow down to well, these gods I'm such a Nintendo fanboy as well though like so like sort of child nostalgia platformers can still be done well in this day and age like yeah. Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze and Super Mario 3D World and stuff like they they are so cheery and jolly to, to play just so colourful so, yeah, so maybe it was something like that. Like, this is Sony's attempt at bringing a childhood platformer to, to the modern day, and it's just not quite there or something. But, you know, it's probably still got a while to go. Anyway. Yeah, still early days. Mm. Um, there's a new Resident Evil 7 trailer, which I won't talk about much, because, to be honest, it wasn't that good. Meh. Um, <laughs> some really weird voice acting in there. and um, Was there anyone yeah, anyway. Australian in it? No. Okay, good. And definitively, definitively say no. Um, <laughs> we don't know, really, can we? <laughs> Someone trying to do an Australian accent? That's true, yeah. British that could be or something. American yeah. accent or something. Um, so the next one was Ace Combat 7. Ooh, okay, um, that's cool. I haven't yeah, played an Ace so Combat game in years. It's another one that's sort of I'm aware of, but never actually attached to. Mm-hmm. Um, and the footage looked good. Um, the dialogue was like real, sort of, you know, Japanese translated game um you know like original resident evil style just like not quite that bad actually that's that's too much but um <laughs> yeah just like sort of bizarre dialogue but uh yeah look good like the the rain drops on the cockpit glass just looked really good yeah it's one thing you have to get is um is weather effects mm, yeah um street fighter 5 new fighter akuma uh and then they also teased it a season two of I guess DLC is coming and they tease the characters like just with their outlines mm-hmm. um, doesn't mean much to me unfortunately I, I don't play it yeah uh, it's it's Street Fighter everyone knows Akuma has been in the series for yeah. years so him if coming back is normal if you're a fan you probably know everything that was announced by now anyway yep, um, he throws the Hadoukens and does the purple stuff and yeah he, he's cool all that stuff yeah um Last Guardian trailer, which I thought was bizarre, when the game comes out in like two days, mm-hmm. um, I skipped skipped that because I was like, "Well, no, I don't want to get yeah. spoiled two days." No spoilers, exactly. Yeah. Um, they're remastering a bunch of old PlayStation games: Parappa the Rapper, Loco Roco, Patapon, <laughs> all in 4K. <laughs> what? <laughs> um, so again, like it's it's one of those ones where I, I'm aware that they had a huge, they had or have a huge following, mm-hmm. um, but I was never playing them as a kid right um okay. but it's cool they're doing it especially in 4k that's that's nice um knack 2 
Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, you know, going this, from one AAA game to another, you know, right on the head. That's um, I did not expect that one to get a sequel. To be honest, no. Um, it's yeah, it was kind of like a launch title for the PS4, the original Knack. It's sort of, <laughs> again, it's like a Nintendo-esque platformer that um, seems to lack heart. And yeah. the, the the sequel, like to be honest, looking at the um, trailer for this second one, it, it I couldn't tell what was new. Like at first, I thought it might have just been some bizarre DLC, although I'm not sure why they would do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, sure enough, at the end, two pops up. So who knows yeah, how that happened? A bit odd, I guess. Mm. Oh, we'll um, see how it does. I mean, the last one was kind of a turned into a, not necessarily a joke but it was all like oh man i, I can't wait to play knack like yeah yeah, yeah. no um and here we are so yeah a uh, bunch of other stuff um bunch of third-party games which i want probably you, know, you can look those up one of the cool ones was pie though by um Supergiant games who did bastion and transistor yeah yeah i'm 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 hyped for this one i, I think this is going to be cool but it's it's one of those weird games where it's got like it's a weird premise it's something that's mm. unique i guess yeah and one thing i know is the art style is, is amazing which has mm. been the case with their other games but um yeah um looks like a sports kind of team based yeah I just, I, it's so weird because it's, it's clearly like fantasy like there's um uh humanoid animal characters walking around and stuff like that mm-hmm. but they're playing some sort of sport yeah. Called, like, I think they're called Trials or something. Yeah, it's it's hard to wrap your head around by just watching a trailer. Yeah, I'm not sure um, what's going to go on with that one. Mm, um, Nino Kuni 2 was another big one. So that, that was a game that came out on the PS3. Um, 2012? Yeah, oh, around that time. Like... I can't remember if it came out on anything else. But anyway, it was uh, level 5 with the developer. And it was oh, 2010. Collab- Jeez. Oh, wow. There you go. Yeah. Um, collaboration with Studio Ghibli as well. So they did some animation for it and stuff. Some of the cutscenes were like a um, Studio Ghibli film, so that was great. Game was game was very long, but uh, enjoyable. Um, quite simple, a bit child childish at times. Mm-hmm. Um, childish is in simple, not... Uh, not stupid. Ma- not immature. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the sequel looks, looks to build on all that. Uh, the main character seems to be a bit, a bit older... The combat looks a lot more engaging. There's um, the familiars from the first game seem mm-hmm. to be gone entirely. There's these little sprite things that show up earlier in the trailer were helping them in the combat uh, sequence. So I'm not sure how that works exactly. Um, but yeah, it, it just looks amazing. So like the world map sort of running around the world map and stuff. It just looks so pretty. It's amazing. Um, and at the end, there was hints at sort of possibly reading too much into it but at base building they're like looking over a um something being constructed and the characters got all these um you know companions and friends behind i'm actually is it a he or a she i can't remember if it's I, a, you know, he i think okay so yeah he's got all these friends and companions behind him and he's sort of talking about we'll we'll re we'll build our own kingdom or something like that so yeah. i'm not sure if that means there's going to be sort of base building mechanics in it but that'd be that'd be really cool because i love that stuff mm-hmm. yeah that'd be interesting as well um music sounded great as well but uh yeah uh the other thing was some localizations of japanese games so yakuza 6 is coming to the west and the sort of remaster of the first yakuza game is coming as well i think the remaster is coming uh i think winter next year for us and 2018 for yakuza 6 that's a while away uh dungan romper near automata east origin all big deals for some people i'm sure but not quite for me no i um, miss them unfortunately yeah and then yeah so all those ones um there's a playstation vr sizzle reel um some star trek VR Anything game. decent they didn't really they showed off this new sort of first person like you're in a little spaceship flying around mm-hmm. uh, which to be honest looked quite nauseating um i yeah. wasn't even wearing a headset um <laughs> they looked good. very quick there were lots of things flying um around and i can see it being a bit of a sickening one but who knows maybe they've sorted that stuff out one interesting thing i could see in the footage was it looks like there was some psychonauts vr thing what? um yeah it was like sort of first person i noticed a few of the characters from psychonauts like very brief it was very it was just spliced in there um 
I'm not sure if anything's been announced about that, but uh, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Ooh, that um, that would be cool. Don't yeah, know if VR and, really works for it, but I mean, more psychonauts is good. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it could work really well because of the you know going to people's heads thing. Mm. Um, that could be done quite cleverly with VR. But um, moving on to a few more bigger games, so there's three three more big ones I would say. Uh, Neo is the first. Um, sort of samurai dark souls looks so good like graphically and artistically just looks beautiful um main character about this before like this is all new to me yeah it's it's only last year or so that it's kind of resurfaced apparently it was announced like for playstation 3 like years and years ago and they've sort of brought it back Mm -hmm. um yeah it's got that sort of ninja ninja garden vibe um it does look like that the monsters, uh, some of the monster designs just look horrifying in the same way that, you know, you, you come across this boss in Bloodborne or Dark Souls and you quake in your boots. It's the same sort of thing. Yeah. But heavy, heavy Japanese um, sort of Edo period samurai aesthetic, which is really cool. Um, main character looks a hell of a lot like Geralt from The Witcher, though, which um, Japanese Geralt. Yeah, samurai Geralt. Although yeah. <laughs> the, the character is actually not Japanese. Um He's a Westerner. Yeah, he's a. It's based on a real, a real. I can't remember where he's from, but a European guy who landed on Japan and like became a samurai. So the whole, you know, the whole but Tom it's just Cruise been thing kind of embellished with supernatural elements. Yeah, awesome. But, uh, really cool. Then there was a new Horizon Zero Dawn trailer. Um, again, more of the same, pretty much. It looks great and makes me glad I've got a pro now. Um, yep. One thing that was interesting later in one of the panels, because they did panels after this whole show. And they're talking about um, uh, just very quickly that Death Stranding, the Kojima game, is going to be using the same engine as Guerrilla Games uh, stuff. Ooh, okay. So that 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 was a bit of an announcement. Um, it's called Decima. Um, the Decima engine. Yeah, which Ooh. is named after a, a port town in Japan, which was between Europeans and Japanese. Anyway, Kojima. Um, yeah, <laughs> anyway, Kojima. I think yeah. we just need to have he, that as a license. He puts a lot like of thought a, into these things. A caveat of just. Uh, it looks weird. Yeah. Uh, it's Kojima. It's fine. Yeah, Kojima. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah. Um, so, I'll go. Oh, that's right. Yeah. They showed some extra footage of Horizon in these panels, mm-hmm. which was of um, like towns, like a big fort and castle and marketplaces and all these Finally. people. Like it looked like, um, I don't know, like Crusades era Jerusalem, that sort of vibe. Um, but so that was really cool. Mechanical. Well, not, they were human towns, so they weren't. There were oh, no, okay, no robo yeah, yeah. dinosaurs in the in the towns themselves. But yeah, I thought that was really cool because it wasn't really an aspect they've shown off before. Yeah, exactly. Um, That's the one thing it's missing. Every time I've seen it, and every time I, I was able to play it at EB Expo, it's mm. been you have a field with all of these biomechanical things. Uh, go nuts! But we're not going to show you anything else. Yeah. Um, so that's that's got me a bit more excited for that game. Now onto the the big, oh, the big this, one. this big one, the one I've been yeah. excited about and yeah. been hyping over since it's been released. Oh my god! This is this is a huge deal. Last, Last of Us, of two. us <laughs> part part two, not two, part two. Oh, They're it, very specific about that. Yeah, they did specify that, but it's basically a, a epilogue. It's a sequel, or, yeah. yeah, it's a sequel to uh, to Last yeah. of Us one. Um, so yeah, so the trailer was such such a well made trailer. Holy shit! Um, yep. So, starts off with like just the forest, and it's like really good graphics. So you like straight away, you're like wow. Then it pans back, and there's a ruined car, and you're like, oh yeah. And then it pans back, and there's a street. Pans back again. There's a street sign with the Firefly logo or emblem mm-hmm. on it, and every, the crowd just went nuts. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as it pops up, you go, oh my god! Like that's yeah. just the collective thing just lost its shit. And then it goes. The screen goes dark. dark uh, Naughty Dog pops up. Um, everyone goes nuts again and then you think oh shit it's just a tease um, <laughs> and then it cuts back in and you got a shaking hand close up of a shaking hand over a guitar um, it's of course Ellie she plays a song uh, Valley of the Shadow Valley of Death you know that song Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> you know there's she's surrounded by recently killed people uh, in this in this ruined house Joel walks in says what are you doing she says she's gonna kill everyone she's gonna kill every last one something like that and then it goes last of us and that's all you need part that's two. all you need yeah just Perfect such a well-made trailer yeah um 
And yeah, I watched the panel afterwards as well, which was fascinating. A uh, bit more, bit few more tidbits in there. Yep. Um, Ellie is nineteen mm-hmm. in this. Um, she's going to be the main character, playable character. Um, mm-hmm. So who knows if they'll do similar thing to the first game where you switch around once or twice. Um, same composer. Uh, now I'm going to butcher his name, Gustavo Santo Olala. Um, Close enough. Yeah. Yeah, and his amazing soundtrack in the first one. Uh, so hopefully he'll pull off the same thing again. Um, also, Neil Druckmann, who's the director, he directed um, Uncharted 4 and the original Last of Us with other people, I'm sure, but I can't remember their names. Um, <laughs> he said that if, if the first game's theme was about the love that formed between Joel and Ellie, mm-hmm. that this second part's theme is going to be about hate and oh, how that affects us. No. So, yeah, we're in for a fun time. <laughs> it's going to be just soul-crushing, isn't it? Yeah, it's going to be rough, I think. Um, who, who thought I would be hyped for soul-crushing disappointment? Yeah, yeah, I'd bring it on, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. The other thing was, because I think there was a second director for the original Last of Us, he's, and his name's Bruce Starley, I think. Um, he's not involved with this one. Oh, okay. And there was a quote that I read that um, about the development of the first game is that it, this Bruce guy was the only one stopping Neil from making it way more darker. Ooh. Uh, no. So... <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It's just, this is going to be horrible. Yeah. So we're, yeah. It's going to be interesting. If Ellie um, fucking dies. <laughs> swear to God. Yeah. <laughs> but so the panel was, yeah, it was Neil, the director, uh, and Troy Baker and Ashley. Oh, God, I don't know a second name, but the, uh, the Ashley, voice actor for Ellie? Yeah. Ashley um, Johnston. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was those two. And um, they were saying, like, basically, like, to all the fans who are worried that, you know, they're revisiting this amazing game, like, and kind of how it ended, it's kind of like a lot of people, including myself, when it came to discussing a sequel, it's kind of like, just leave it. Don't yep, touch it. That's Don't it. go back there. But they were saying how no one loves the story and the characters more than more than them and everyone at Naughty Dog. So they were just like, trust us. We know what we're doing. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't we wouldn't tell this story if we didn't think we had it, you know, under control. Um, exactly. And, that's, and then he said that that's the reason for part two, not Last of Us 2. Um, they're doubling down on it, basically. They're saying, yes... We're we're so confident in this in this sequel that it's we're calling it the second part of that amazing masterpiece of a first game. So yeah, they're, they're not insane. they're not backing away. They're they're taking that head on, which is impressive because mm-hmm. what a hard act to follow. Yeah, that first game. A few other things, uh, just quickly that just trivia that Troy for the audition for Joel he walked in saw a whole bunch of other dudes who looked exactly like Joel um, <laughs> yeah. thought he was too young he wasn't going to do it and he was on his way out of the room when they called his name so wow. <laughs> he was like seconds away from not getting to experience that entire journey that he's on that's insane um, other thing with Ashley is that she you know the, uh, actually they, they, they shot this trailer they were saying a year and a half ago so they've held on to this secret everyone who made the trailer and the two actors for a year and a half wow, which is just got mind-blowing holy crap. yeah that's amazing so a year and a half ago neil sent this sort of scene to them and said to ashley i need you to sing which she was quite worried about um <laughs> but she was saying how she did it and then uh it was too good. She sang too well. What? So they had to get a they had to get a voice coach in to teach her how to sing worse, like to sing not as good. Yeah, to sing like <laughs> not a professional, I guess. Like just a random person who's using like um, more emotion to sing than being told to sing, I guess. Yeah. Oh, um, that's, that's cool. Anyway, yeah, so that's that's gonna be amazing. I can't wait for that game. Yeah. It's probably it's probably a few years off yet, but uh can we go Come back on. to the Game Awards? Yeah, can we go back to the Game Awards and go most anticipated game, Last of yeah. Us Part 2? Yeah, yeah, definitely. If they were waited a couple of days. Yeah, easily a win. Um, and that's that's it for the for the two events. Those are the big ones. Yeah, I mean, when you say that's it, like that's that's a big yes. Like, holy <laughs> yeah. crap, there's just yeah. so much stuff I'm, I'm ready to be, uh, to be either excited for or disappointed by or, or everything like that. Um, yeah. Ending on that Last of Us 2, you've got to save the best for last. And yeah. God, they hit it out of the park with it. Yeah, it was yeah great moment. <sighs> well, I mean, 
How do, you, how do you follow that? I mean, we've had a lot of announcements. We've had a lot of, of, of things being awarded for looking back on on this past year. Um, what are we playing just, I guess, in the last week after we've recovered from just reeling after all these announcements? What have you been playing this week? So I've been I've been playing Pokemon Moon um, for a while now. It's it's a I'm enjoying it. It's it's a lot of fun. Um, are it's, you? It's, yeah, I am. I am. Oh. It's <laughs> it's it's kind of it fits in nicely with um, uh, sort of as a counterpart to you know Battlefield and Titanfall and Dishonored. All these all these heavy games. It's nice to just go on an adventure. Um, and yeah, my reviews are coming up. It should be up. I'd say in the next couple of days, I'm just mm-hmm. finishing it off. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Like it's it's got a lot of you know the sort of Nintendo handholding issues, but um, it's improved in a lot of ways as well. Um, improved the formula, um, and I don't know, just good vibes, just relaxing and fun and jolly. Oh, I'm I'm the complete opposite. Yeah, you think of it? I hate it. I really? really don't like it. So you because you've played a lot of you play. Have you played every Pokemon game? Uh, I've played most Pokemon games. So it's uh, I've played the first, second, and third gen. Basically, all yep. the ones that weren't on... All the, all the ones that were on DS, I mm-hmm. didn't play because I didn't have a DS back in the day. So I right. went from Game Boy and all that Game Boy Advance to um, 3DS. That's when I started picking it back up again. So what, what's the last one before this one you've played? Uh, so the one, the, I played X and Y right. before this one because I, really, uh, I didn't really like the whole Alpha... Sapphire, uh, Omega Ruby, whatever those yep. ones were. Um, same engine as X and Y, but um, just the previous Ruby and Sapphire games. And I was like, well, I'll just go back and play those because I prefer them. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I really love the art style. I, I think it's really nice. It's it's modern for a 3DS. It looks mm-hmm. great. But yeah, it looks really good for a 3DS game. They just game. pad it out. It's just cutscene. And then you mm. walk and you load, take back the loading screen. It's very quick, very quick loading. But then you walk three steps and then you're in another cutscene. So w- which island, without going too spoilers, uh, which island are you up to? I'm up to the third island. Oh, wow. Okay. So yeah, like, so you played a good chunk of it. <laughs> yeah, like I've played a good 20-something hours and I'm at the third island doing this stuff. And it's just, it, it's still a slog fest. Like, I'm... I'm not having a bad enough time to put it down yet because it's Pokemon yeah. and I'm going to finish it because it is Pokemon, but yeah. it's not fun. Like just the amount that they, they kind of push you in one direction and like even trying to explore a city, like you yeah. walk up to a new town and you kind of just want to run around everywhere and get your bearings and kind of do everything. Mm. And it just, it stops you. It's like, no, you need to go to the library. That's where I saw the professor walking. And you're like, but there's a clothing store back there and I just want to see the new... No, 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 you go see the professor. I'm like, for mm. fuck's sake, just let me do my thing. I know I've got to go back there and there's this huge red flag on my map to say this is yeah. the, this is the marker to go. Let me go and do other stuff. If I die, that's fine. I will res back at the Poker Center and I'll be all good to go. Yeah. Like, speedrunners must just hate this game. Like, if you, I've, I follow some Pokemon speedrunners and... They wouldn't. I don't think they'll run it at all because it's mm. just like you get your new Pokemon, and the animation shows you picking it up into your arms. And you're like, oh yeah, and then it tells you what you've just done. <laughs> it's mm. like you picked up Poplio for the first time, and you're like, I know, I, I just saw it. It's right there. <laughs> That's no, no. You picked him up, and you're like, yes, thank you. Uh, every single time, like that just goes throughout the entire game. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe because I'm, I'm, as I said, like it's kind of like my wind down game. I'm sort of just chilling out with it. So and like I'll even be watching something while I'm, you know, catching Pokemon or, or battling trainers. So yeah. I haven't got my focus on it 100% when I'm playing it every time. So maybe that's just why I'm get, why I'm getting more out of it. Maybe. I mean, I, I'm not sure. It's it's something to me where this is the easiest Pokemon game I've ever played. Mm. It is very easy. I'm finding that as well. It's like, so easy. Yeah. It's, I haven't, I haven't been wiped out once yet. <laughs> Neither. I've not, I've not been wiped. I have a couple of characters die when I'm just like, and then just wipe the board with whatever normal grass Pokemon is popping up. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's, it's just not the best thing to happen mm. to the, to the series. And I don't, I, maybe it's just get me getting old. Maybe it's just, you know, 
me not having that amount of time to play it anymore. But mm. yeah, just trying to slog through it is, is is a pain. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Anyway, it'll be in my review. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, don't want to talk too much about it. Yeah. The other thing I've been playing is uh, World of Warcraft Legion. I've gotten back into WoW it's pretty got heavily. It's got back in you. It's yeah, dragged after you back. six years, almost to the dot, actually. You almost um, escapes. You almost yeah. escaped. Um, yeah, finished up with Cataclysm and dropped it and have been content not wasting my life for, for that long. And, yeah, you, you were know, able to review games, you know. You said, yeah. You're just saying you're reviewing every game under the sun. You've played all these games and now you got back into WoW. Good job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just that's my life now. Yeah. Um, but it's it's quite good. So I, I caught up through Mists of Pandaria and Warlords of Draenor as well. Leveled up really quickly through there. So, you know, not too extensive. Um, but it was, it was actually really interesting playing them so close together because um, obviously they were years apart for everyone else. Yeah. Um, so it was kind of cool to see it sort of how how they how they've changed it over the years um and yeah i'm really enjoying legion it's it's um again another step up artistically and graphically even though it's uh, a 12 year old game mm-hmm. like which is insane yeah that's right <laughs> i was playing this game when i was 14 um wow <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah it's it's cool though there's you know the class halls and stuff every class has their own sort of base and stuff and own quests and what are you, what are you playing at the moment Night of Hunter. Oh, because yep. I, I like to stand out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. I was going to say, oh, wait, hang on. How's that 40 minute queue time for dungeons going? Yeah. No, look, I was 14, all right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, really, really fun, though. Um, and I'm a bit of a completionist, so I'm actually, I was enjoying just like doing all the quests in Pandaria and stuff. Like, mm-hmm. I've loved Warcraft since, since Warcraft 3. Um, and all the story and lore and so I'm just a, I'm a sucker for lore like that yeah um, it is, so and the, I, it, World of Warcraft has a lot of it yeah so I'm enjoying all of it um, even even the previous two expansions as I said just soaking up that story and like the way the the, um, the cutscenes and storytelling have come so far that's that's what I mean like it was just amazing to see how they've um, changed that over the years yeah, exactly. Like it, it's really, really good, and I love the level experience of Legion. Once you get into that, it, it get, delves full heavy into uh, cutscenes and and everything like that. So mm. I've done my leveling through one ten, and it's the best leveling experience I've had in WoW yep. ever to date. Yeah, um, nice. each of the areas is well crafted. Storylines in each individual area is awesome, and yeah, I just gave up when I realized I had to grind and do raiding and dungeons. I just went, nah, not for me. Yeah, I'll uh, yeah, go back to play games for myself. But yeah, it's um, it'll be really really fun. So I'll be looking to forward to hearing your thoughts once you actually get in just into the the Legion area. Yeah, um, and what about you? What have you been playing? Um, so for me, I've been playing a mix of, uh. Planet Coaster, which mm. is basically Roller to- Coaster Tycoon. Yeah, three, but, but good. Heard about it? Um, it's more focused on the actual the rides and stuff rather than the the, the park management, though. Is that right? Like, there's yeah. less to do with the guests. It's it's kind of a little bit to do with the guests, um, but you can create everything. So you right. can make your toilets, you can make your wow. burger shacks, you can make your Basically, anything that you want to make in the game, you can do. It has workshop support. It mm-hmm. has, um, you know, you can build your own tracks. It's got all different types of stuff where you can test the rides in first person and third person. Um, and yet, it all is fun. It doesn't bog you down with a lot of, like, spreadsheets or anything. Um, yep. the, be- the best review I saw of it um, was... Uh, Planet Coaster is to Roller Coaster Tycoon as City Skylines is to SimCity. Right. Yeah, that's a good analogy. And it's really, really good. Like, that, that hits it nail, the nail on the head, showing that a smaller company, oh, I say smaller, it was um, it's Frontier Developments who do uh, Elite Dangerous. Mm-hmm. Right? So um, these guys pick up Planet Coaster and they just show that they can just smash it out of the park and do something so much better than, you know, the the EAs of the world and things like that. Wait, so same developer, did you say? Yeah, same developer as um, Elite Dangerous. As Elite Dangerous. Yeah. So space-faring uh, sim to roller coasters. Roller coaster tycoon <laughs> management. Yeah. 
yeah. interesting jump. Yeah, it is a bit of a weird jump. That was the last game they released on Steam anyway, so um, yeah. we'll see how if they released anything in between. But yeah, I'm, I'm loving it. It's one of those games, like you said, with Pokemon, it's something you can just sit down and relax in. Mm-hmm. Um, even if you do get a bit anxious from the, the guests leaving rude comments, like, oh man, <laughs> it's taking me so long to line up for the one coaster that's in your, in your park. And you're like, I've got $200 left in my bank. Just, it's coming. Like, your yeah. rides are coming. Stop being mad at me. Um, I've got to make money somehow. Uh, yeah, because I, I love I loved Tycoon. I think it was 2 yeah, growing up. I, exactly, was, I yeah. love that game so Tycoon much. Is, 2 is so good. And I think they stopped at 3 because they just got so much hate. Mm, yeah, because they, they went to 3D. Yeah, they went to 3D and they went to like in all different directions with all this DLC. And uh, yeah, Planet Coaster instead. Yeah, it's it's got all of that stuff, but it does it so, so well. And um, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Nice. And... Um, because I like slow stories and and relaxing games in between, you know, the general Overwatch and Counter Strike and all of that fun stuff. I've been playing uh, Tyranny by Obsidian. Ah, uh, how is it? Oh, it's it's in depth. It yeah. is. Oh, this they previously did. Uh, Obsidian previously did uh, Pillars of Eternity. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Fallout New Vegas, all of that fun stuff. Stick of Truth. Stick of Truth. Truth. Yeah. Stick yeah. of Truth. Um, they got a. They got a good um repertoire yeah and so they come out with a new you know old style you know, i guess Baldur's gate type yeah yeah isometric uh rpg like, yeah and it's like the it's like heavily into the 2d aspect of those games like it yeah. doesn't it's not like diablo 3 it's it's, it's no it is very very slow based um some of the characters um like come with you you kind of pick up your your band of mercenaries as you go and you mm. can, you don't have to you can do it all by yourself type type deal um yeah a lot of choices and a lot of choices that affect like different story elements of the game um to the point of like creating wars in between two factions and and you that's the that. whole thing about this game you're the bad guy right uh, well, you're like this kind of um you're the be all and end all type deal like you're called a fate binder so you've got, right. like, you're trying to balance the forces of good and evil, but without um, joining one of them. So it kind of everyone hates you, but everyone right. has to do what you say. Um, you start out having this edict from the gods of the realm or whatever, and you go to deliver it to the people who are fighting for the lands. And as soon as you say it, the whole, like, this massive explosion happens, and you've got seven in-game days to complete this objective wow so you've got this time sensitive credentials that you're just all right i I, I go over here but that's going to take eight hours in game time to go to that camp and do this quest so i can't do that i need to move over here and uh yeah it's um the only thing i would say about it is that some of the actors like some of the the speech in it is non-existent so you've got some characters like the bigger characters who have talking parts right the full fully voice acted fully voice acted for everything that they say and then there's like the sub characters not even like the tiniest guys who just spout out the same lines of dialogue like mm. kind of the second in charge and he'll just have text okay and you're like well i mean he talked why like you're just not point enough to talk like it's just kind of a j- jarring feeling where yeah a bit of motion yeah uh, yeah breaking yeah where well, you're, you're talking to this guy and then the other guy pipes up and you're like but you're not talking so how would i how would i know i've got to do the voice now in my head it must be uh, just a budget thing i guess yeah i think that is is the case and it's it's not nothing bad it's just as i said a little bit jarring but i'm mm. i'm reading through all the dialogue and it's it's a bit of a novel because they, yeah. they they speak to you in paragraphs and yeah they, yeah Pills of Eternity is the same. Exactly. And they spell out the character's actions. You know, similar to the, I guess, what a D&D campaign is. You know, they yep. they tell you what is literally happening in front of you. Mm. Actually, that's a game I've got to finish. I still haven't finished Pills of Eternity. I've spent a lot of hours. Um, 44 hours. I still haven't out. finished it. <laughs> yeah, Whereas that, I that's actually a heard that, fest. I heard that Tyranny is not that long. It's like, it's around 20 or so, which is pretty good for a game of that type i'm hoping because mm. as much as i'm loving it i'm about six hours in at the moment yeah the in between and i'm like i'm loving the combat the whole um it's real time but you can pause it yep type deal so you pause settle your characters in motion press play and then they all do their things i think mm-hmm. that's really really cool 
Um, you can create spells and everything like that. So, yeah, it's I'm loving it. Cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'll pick it up eventually. Yeah, we've got. Um, from what I heard, the Steam Christmas sales are going to start on December twenty second. Mm-hmm. So, I'm sure there'll be a lot of deals that'll be coming out around that time. But yeah. we'll just have to see kind of what picks up. That's pretty much it for this week. Yeah. Um, if you'd like to read more of our articles and our thoughts and things like that, head over to progressbar.com.au. Feel free to leave us a review on... We're on iTunes, we're on the internet, we're on Twitter, all of that fun stuff. Darcy, if people want to talk to you, where can they reach you on the internet? Yeah, on Twitter, it's at DMAX3901. So that's D-M-A-X-3901. And you can tweet me at Koshi AU. Thanks for listening. We'll have a chat to you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.